guys so just a quick psa before the beginning of the episode this is adija um so this was our first time recording like remotely and for some reason my mic sounded like absolute shite i am so sorry so um you're gonna notice some weird sounds like mostly coming from me um and i also forgot my mic like filter so all my uh p sounds and b sounds and s sounds are just very resonant but I promise it's gonna be fixed next week. So, you know, just bear with us. Thank you. Hello everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of Just Our Takes. I'm Saudia. I'm Hadija. And, and today, today... <laughs> what? Uh, well, today, we're going to do something a little bit fun, a little bit different than what we've been doing. We're going to do a draft pick for our uh, most anticipated 2023 book releases. So yeah. all the new books that are gonna, going to be you know, coming out this year. I also wanted to say that we're recording at distance for the first time today. I feel like you're going to hear it, but also um, if you hear it and you have any comments or um advice or suggestions just feel free to let us know you can let us know on our instagram or our twitter which all of these informations are going to be on um in the description of this episode yeah so a draft pick basically draft picks are usually what people will do you know before uh sports and like sports uh seasons like for football and like hockey and all of that but what I have been seeing lately is draft picks, but for, you know, TV shows, movies, or not really books. I haven't seen that many of books or any. That's why I was like, that would be so fun to do. So basically what we're going to make, we're going to make our dream team of like books that are coming out this year that we would like, that we are the most excited for. Um, I thought it would be fun to turn it. I, I didn't tell you that yet. So yeah. I oh my god to kind of make it a competition like if at the end of the year once all the books are out it would be fun next year to revisit this draft and maybe compare like the rece- public receptions you know goodreads of the book um, scores and all of that to see who had the best team okay that would be, be so fun i don't know but i, I feel like this is that. like such a subjective thing exactly how do you know a winner is really a winner? See, that's the thing. Is there a winner, really? Because I have read books that don't have that good of a rating on Goodreads that I have loved anyways. Exactly. So how do I how do I know that I won? Or how do you, you know, You'll know in your you heart? Won? Like, if all my picks end up having two stars on Goodreads, I will still well, I don't read them. books with two stars on Goodreads. I don't either, but I'm just saying, what if, you know? What, what if? You, you never know. But what if... Some of my bit picks, I read them and I'm like, this is literally the worst thing I've ever read. Then I will know that I have lost. So I think it would be fun to revisit it in a later, on a later date. Okay. I have a question that maybe the audience is wondering. Are these yes. books that we're going to read during the year? Um, well, I'm going to read them because they're books I'm anticipating. I don't know if they're books that we are going to cover on this podcast. I'm assuming that you read books that you wanted to read. That you, you I did. Books. I did. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I picked them from my 2023 Goodreads shelf. So my Goodreads is kind of really organized in a way that I have a shelf for the year. So I have a year, the shelf for 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, and 2023. I also have a shelf after that per month. So I have January 2023, February 2023, and so on. And, so. and um, to figure out books I was excited to read this year, I decided to pick them from my 2023 shelf. Um, there are books in there that I'm more excited than others because that shelf that shelf is really just for all of the books that are coming out in 2023 that are like on my radar, but not necessarily that I want to read right away, you know? Yeah. So um, I hope I can read all of the ones that I have here and that I'm going to present to you guys. But I feel like if we end up reading that, if we do, if we decide that we want to do a monthly wrap up segment on the podcast, I feel like it would be interesting to mention that the book was part of the um, the draft, draft pick and yeah. see how we liked it. Yeah, that would be really nice, actually. But yeah, so basically for a draft, um, there are five categories. Now, those categories might sound a little bit redundant. That's just because I wanted to cheat and um, I just wanted to have like... I did not find any of- redundant, actually. See, from like I was this. expecting worse because she was like, Oh, like I feel like she prepared me for the worst. And I, I, I saw it in a moment, I was like, These are like normal categories, except for maybe one that I feel like is not even a it's not a genre, it's a an age, an age. Um, see, that's the thing, I did thing, that, and it's not even a, a real field in the book world. So to me, far. it's real. To me, yeah. Well, to you and many people, exactly. But yeah, I did that so that I could, so that some of my picks could be um, there, like in more than one category. It's strategic. It's I I thought about it, but basically the categories that I chose for this were fantasy, contemporary, romance, young adult, and new adult. So what I meant by redundant is that some books that if I pick if I wanted to pick two romance, but I couldn't. Then I could say that one of them, you know, it's not romance; it's new adult. You know. Okay. You no, know, it's it's so that I have some leeway. You know, I have a little a little room to you know breathe. But so those are our categories. I thought that we could start because it's not like a competition, but it is. So, like. If you are able to see your pick first. This is, I just don't see the competition. If, okay, for example, I really thought about just picking books that I knew you would want. So that I could beat you. So that but you would you not have Like picks. The books are not competing. It's like no. if you pick a book, I'm going to pick another one. I'm just a competitive person. And I wanted to. But there is no competition in this. I feel like, I feel like I'm I was always like, trying to. I was like, it. oh, I know that she is waiting for this book to come out and she might pick it it would be funny if i picked it first okay well this is another thing i feel like honestly you guys i'm in a little reading slump right now and i'm reading our second book of the month which we will announce later today and i feel like nothing connects with me i'm just reading it but i'm not like thoroughly thoroughly enjoying it like 
of course I'm reading it. I enjoy reading, but I'm, I'm like in a slump. And I, and because of this podcast, I haven't read anything else. And the month is, it is ending soon. So I feel like I'm going to read like two books this month, max three. And I'm so scared that it's going to be like that for all of the months of the year. Because when I read one book, I cannot read another one. And if I read it, either I finish it all or I continue. I think, you know, once, I feel like there must be like one story in that book that would be like, yeah, that's, that's yeah, because it, it's an anthology, guys. And uh, maybe I just, maybe I just haven't read it yet. Yeah. So um, to choose whoever's going to have the first pick, I'm mm -hmm. using uh, the random number generator on Google. So, okay. Sylvia, pick a number between one and two. I'm going to pick two. All right. I'm going to pick one. And the answer was one. Oh, right. my God. <laughs> so, uh, okay. my first pick, um, I thought that we could just choose uh, whatever category, like, if I want to, like, we don't have to follow a certain order for the categories right now. Mm-hmm. So um, right now I'm going to go, my first pick, it's not, like, we all saw it coming, well, I saw it coming, um, it's fantasy. My fantasy pick is actually Chain of Thorns by Cassandra Clare, which is set to come out on January 31st. Okay. So, I should have seen that coming, but I the thing like is, I don't, read, I don't read Cassandra Clare anymore. I know, but you know so I do. It's not even on my radar. I keep That's forgetting crazy. about that book, so I'm not, I, I didn't even think of it. I honestly, okay, makes sense. Do you, I'm, do... I'm a creature of habit. Um, I have a lot of nostalgia. I have too much nostalgia for like everything. So mm -hmm. I am still on the Cassandra Clare Shadowhunter boat. I mean, it's not even a nostalgia thing. I feel well, like at this point because more. it's exactly it's it's yeah. still relevant. It's not like it's I a new book that has It's crazy because a couple of years ago, year ago, like I had finished TMI and I was like, I am not reading anything else. Like I don't care for infernal devices or dark artifices. Ew. But then I read the dark artifices. I was like, this is so good. Let's read. The last hours because our sister kept talking about it, and I read that. And that book, Chain of Thorns, was delayed. And then I read, obviously, Infernal Devices. But uh, Chain of Thorns has been delayed for so many times like, I think two times, three times, I don't know. And we're finally, you know, finger fingers crossed, we're getting it. Well, I feel like night. you guys, there's no chance, there no choice no chance, for this like... book but to come out because it actually, I feel like it's already shipped. It's coming out at the end of the this month, like um, on the 31st, in two weeks. So like not next week, but the week after. And they probably already shipped the books and they're just waiting for the go time to put it up. Honestly, I'm, I keep going to Indigo and like hoping that they made a mistake. And it's not like, oh, right now. Maybe at the end of next honestly, week. Honestly, like they might. I'm so, I'm so excited for this book. So that's my number one draft pick, Chin of Thorns by Cassandra Clare. Um, if you don't know what it is, honestly, I wanted us to like give a little bit of an explanation for each of our yeah. book picks. I feel like this is hard because it's part of such a big universe. Like if you know, you know. And well, I can say it's set in the early 1900s and it's about some 
it's the third in a trilogy, so like I cannot really say much without spoiling. But you know, it's like about Shadowhunters. You also need to know about the universe to you understand. Really need to. Like that's something I know it's very contro- controversial as a book series because you know it is. But I have so much fun reading them, and I will always recommend them. So you know. Okay, so do I say my book right now? Yes, for okay. uh, whichever category that you want. Uh, but I'm going to just follow your category because I don't yep. want to get mixed up. All right. So I'm going to do fant- fantasy as well. And for fantasy, I decided to go with the book This Delicious Death by Kayla Cuttingham. Um, it is not her de- their debut. Um, and it's not really a fantasy book. However... Um, on Goodreads, six people shelved it as fantasy, so I count that as fantasy. And also, I'm sorry, but I don't read fantasy anymore, and so it's just not on my radar anymore. I'm not looking forward for any other fantasy book. So, yeah, I'm going to tell you guys what this one is about. Um, it's for fans of Jennifer's Body, which I have not Love seen, that. but I know how cool it's, it is. And it? No, I have not. I've watched um, it in the house with like you in the house. Well, I did not watch it. I don't know what to tell. I don't know what to tell you. I did not see the movie. Um, the tagline says, four best friends, best friends, one music festival, and a cooler filled with human organs. This summer is about to get gory. So I guess the main, the main um, genre genre if i can say is horror horror um (laughs) however um if i remember correctly it's also about like i was gonna say zombies but they are ghouls which if you have seen monster um hi monster high is that it i was gonna say monster house no it's Monster, Monster monster high yeah yeah if you have seen monster high you know what a ghoul is um, if you haven't, I cannot tell you what it is. I just know it's like a monster, I guess. Um, and it's about ghouls going to a music festival and, um, someone goes, one of them goes feral and eats a boy and other festival guests start to disappear. And the girls, uh, discover that someone is drugging the ghouls and they, and, and making them feral and they have to figure out how to stop it. Um, and all, and soon no one is safe at the festival. So it's a world where oh, that's uh, ghouls live, live with human beings. And also, um, I feel like this plot <laughs> reminds me of Zootopia for some reason. Because, <laughs> and I just realized this right now as I read the, um, the, um, the summary. summary. Just because they say, like, oh, someone is, like, drugging ghouls. And, like, in Zootopia, someone was drugging the um, predators. And and in this world, humans don't trust ghouls. And in our world, um, well, in Zootopia, the preys didn't trust the predators. And anyway, the person who write, who wrote this is white. However, I don't feel like there is a... A, an underlining morale as in Zootopia. I think it's just a fun horror book for young adults. And I love books about the music festivals. So I think this is going to be interesting. 
Well, that's a good pick. You know what? At first, um, I was going to say that you were cheating. Why? It seemed like fantasy, but then you said that they were ghouls, and I was like, all right, that's fantasy. Um, also, I was like, should I contest your pick? Um, I will not contest your pick because it is a good pick. However, what I what I do have to do is, um, can I switch categories for my first pick? What? My first pick, I said Chain of Thorns, and I said it was fantasy. I would like to switch that and say that it's YA, young adult. Okay, I mean, there's no rules, so. No, because now it's messing up my the rest of my picks. I'm just trying to, you know. Well, do you know any other books coming out this year? Yes. Yes, I do know other books. I prepared for this. I studied. I sat down. I went on my little websites to look at what was coming out, which is why for my... So let's just to, you know, make it clear. My YA pick, Chain of Thorns, my fantasy pick, which is what I'm going to say now, is a book that has been announced not that well ago. It is another uh, pick that I have made uh, 100% because of nostalgia. It okay. is Percy Jackson and the Chalice of the Gods by Rick Riordan. Riordan? I don't and know why didn't you want that to... Why didn't you want to p- put that in um, the YA. other one? In because YA. I feel like... I don't know how it's going to be written yet. And apparently the Percy Jacksons are children's books and not YA. If you go to any bookstore they are not going to be in the ya section okay so yes my fantasy pick chin of thorns my ya pick oh my god i'm sorry my ya pick chin of thorns my fantasy pick oh okay Jackson. <laughs> oh my god i can't mess them up but yeah basically rick Riordan announced he was making he was writing a um sixth percy jackson novel I did I ask for it? No. However, I am welcoming it and I'm keeping an open mind. I just hope it's gonna be good. For some reason, he's still like a little teenager. Um, that guy is never gonna grow. And how old is he gonna be in that in that um book? Basically, he wants to get into college, and I think he needs like recommend recommendation letters from the gods to get into college at New Rome. So I guess he's like eighteen, seventeen. So, um, very I think it's going to be interesting. So I read all of the Percy Jackson's book. I have, I have books. I have not read the heroes of Olympus or the Magnus chase or the Apollo blah, blah, blah trials, or I don't know if Nico had his books, but I have not read them. Um, I just read the Percy Jackson's and I read them like over 10 years ago. So, uh, safe to say, I don't remember everything. However, I'm, positive i'm gonna read this book this year and i feel like you, you don't have to say yes or no but i feel like we're gonna read it for the podcast at one point because i, oh, I hope so talk about that well so, if obviously i would love to talk about it like listen i don't think you guys understand like percy jackson like i first read them when i was starting i guess like in here it would be high school but i guess like in the u.s it's like middle school i don't know uh seventh grade and i was so into it i read percy jackson and the heroes of olympus but at the time there were only four uh, out of the five books that were out for heroes of olympus and then the fifth book came out and i read it so quickly and all my friends because um 
we speak French here, right? And the book mm-hmm. hadn't been translated yet. And none of my friends wanted to read it because they were like, we have to wait until it's translated, tr- translated in French, even though they were all bilingual. They were just like, it would make no sense to read the entire series in French and then read the last book in English. And I was very annoyed by this. And then in the uh, beginning of 2022, I was like, let's reread Percy Jackson because it has been like a while. So I reread all of the Percy Jacksons and all of their Heroes of Olympus. So now it's like super fresh in my head. So I am very excited for a new book. Okay. I just hope it's going to be good. I hope it's not going to be a, a cash grab because this series is coming out soon. Um, but you know it's going to be interesting. Me? What hmm? surprised me is that when I was going to re- uh, reread them, I was very scared that I was going to be like annoyed because I have like outgrown them or something. Yeah. Surprisingly, still a compelling read. read. Like, it was so good. It was okay. still very good. Some of the jokes from other characters, not Percy, I'll say, but like some other characters weren't working for me as well as the first time I read them. But otherwise, it was, it was good. So that is my fantasy pick. Okay. Um. So I'm going to go with what my YA pick. Mm-hmm. So my young adult book, um, which has, surprise, surprise, also contains dead bodies. It's called Lying in the Deep. It was written, well, it is written by Diana Urban. Um, It's a YA mystery thriller book. And the reason why it has captivated my attention is that, one, I love, it has caught my attention, sorry. Um, One, I love um, mysteries, but especially YA mysteries. I have not yet read a an adult mystery i'm still looking to see like which ones actually i have well it was more of thrillers but you know mm-hmm. like i'm speaking mystery mystery where you have to figure out who the killer is i have not read one of those yet um but lying in the deep another reason why i was really interested in it is because i used to watch sweet life on deck with like zach and cody on disney plus and this story is set on a semester at sea inspired cruise ship so um it's a whodunit on the semester at sea no but like semester at sea sounds so nice when you think about it but then i see them on like tiktok and they're like mm-hmm. oh closing all our window windows because we're going through like pirate infested waters it oh, looks look scary but also fun. waves and i'm just like it sounds horrifying but i would love to do it i would love to do it but right? also i feel like even in a, on a regular cruise you have to do these things so what's the difference really i don't know i saw titanic too many times okay um, well whatever <laughs> i'm still excited for lying in the deep so yeah the, the, it's really i can read you guys um the blurb line on goodreads it says a juicy mystery of jealousy love and be- betrayal set on a semester at sea inspired cruise ship with a diverse cast of delightfully suspicious characters who will leave you guessing with each uh, which oh my god can i speak with every jaw-dropping twist my qualms i guess i could say about this is one this is semester at sea they're in the the ocean um or the sea i guess and um 
the jurisdictions for murders and stuff like that. I guess it's a little different from a country to a country to a continent to a continent. It's complicated. And also, after the first person is dead, um, uh-huh. why doesn't the cruise stop? Why does the main character have the time to figure out who did it? You know what? I feel like this is all like these are questions that must be answered by reading the book. But what I'm gonna guess is that um, maybe they were just too far from shore. I don't know. But that does sound actually interesting. Interesting, right? Yeah. I'm really excited. I tried to get an arc and I did not get one, but I'm gonna try again because it has been published by Razorbill who works with Penguin Random House, who is, um, well, a publisher with who I'm in contact. So I can ask for it and see. Um, oh, I feel like in the future, okay, I'm doing a segue, but I feel like in the future, it would be so fun for us to like maybe read some arcs and talk about them on the podcast, like maybe like bonus episodes or stuff like that, like work with publishers and stuff like that. It would be very fun, actually. And then yeah. we, and we can do like a kind of like spoiler free review and like a spoiler review so that people who are thinking of reading it can like hear what we think of it and people who then end up reading it can hear more you know what i'm gonna think about it and get in contact with the publishers because because of my blog i started to i'm in contact with a few publishers so i can get a few arts i have a net galley account but Hedja, you should maybe make an, a net galley account. have a net galley account but you they didn't do? like my goodreads reviews so i need to make okay, better well, reviews maybe you can add the podcast or maybe we can make a net galley account for the podcast uh, anyway we'll see. yeah i look into it i look into it Okay, so this um, is a good pick. Yeah. You. I love it. I and like it now, too. I'm excited. I will go ahead with my contemporary pick. Um, I picked Once More with Feeling by Alyssa Sussman, which is a book that is set to come out on May 30th. So, See, one... uh, I knew you were going to pick that, that <laughs> book. So, and I even thought about it, but I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to think. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to pick it. But, you know, I'm Thank not even you. surprised you picked it. I'm not no. even surprised. I'm Why surprised you picked you? it for contemporary, though. I thought it was I, I have like another pick. or something. I have another pick for romance that I feel like it's like a very basic pick. All okay. my picks have been pretty basic, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with it. Yeah, me too. But, um, so, yeah, once we're with feeling, that's another novel by Elsa Sussman, the author of Funny You Should Ask, which is um maybe my favorite read of 2022 like i loved that book so i'm very excited for this new book so basically the little blurb from goodreads is a former pop star finds herself back in the spotlight along with an old flame from her past in this friends to lovers meets enemies to lovers romance from the best-selling author of funny should ask i'm not gonna read the little last little thing that they said in the blur because blurb because i feel like that's irrelevant and that removes credibility but um, oh, okay for those who don't know i just saw it i, I just read it it says um best-selling author of funny you should ask the sensational tiktok romance which more. this is another subject should we or should we not say that something is popular on tiktok to make I think we to should promote it i feel like it's in fine. the eye of the publisher 
just because I have a really, sometimes I think really businessy because I studied in business and I feel like I can see why they say it. Like, yeah, it's popular on TikTok. Like, it's like super popular. Like, you want to promote it. It's such a turn off. It's so cringy. Like, I have to like, I don't, I feel like I know it's also, I'm not sure which side of TikTok I am, but I have never seen anyone talk about funny you should me ask. neither i just see people there is i just see people like when they show like oh reads of 2022 and like they they're gonna put it in yeah I and they're gonna be like oh yeah like, it's super popular but i have never seen someone say oh my god you have to read this so the bad, only reason blah, blah. why i've been seeing it a little bit more is because it's a one video of a girl who was like oh you like the andrew garfield and amelia um interview thing read this book and i was like oh i was gonna make that tiktok but otherwise, well, you I should have, still make it and I go will. viral and More promote our podcast. It is hard to go viral nowadays. Okay. It is difficult. But yeah, once more with feeling. Um, listen, I grew up reading One Direction fan fictions, Justin Bieber fan fictions, all those pop star stories. I love them. So this is like right up my alley. Very excited. Okay, I just want to say. Don't go into it expecting a fan fiction because it did not, not. I did not get any fan fiction vibes in my There's no fan fiction vibes, but like just a former pop star was enough to like, you know, tell all okay, my. Okay, you like celebrity books. Do I like celebrity books? I guess. I guess. Yes. I mean, also, the title is like the same title as a Buffy episode. And I know that once more with feeling is like also a common phrase in like theater. Yeah, there's that, another like book that. I read in 2021 that's called Once More with Feelings, and I really enjoyed it. I loved it. I like it to imagine. Cool. I like to think that they just watched Buffy a lot, and they were like, "Yeah." It has nothing to do name. with Buffy. It's a Let's great Buffy not. episode. It's the singing episode, guys. I recommend. Um, but yeah, this book very excited. That's my contemporary, um, pick. But it is. It's not my romance pick, but it could be a romance pick. It is a romance book a new adult you know those that vibe so yeah i'm very excited for that okay so you did contemporary and i did ya and fantasy so i'm gonna do contemporary now and the book i have picked for contemporary is called the cartographers so the cartographers by amy zang and Here's the thing. This book, um, I cannot find it anywhere. It ha- it came it's coming out on the on the 31st of January, in the US at least. Um, and it's supposed to come out in Canada as well. And it's published by HarperCollins, which we don't support and don't love at the moment because they are in the middle of you know negotiations and stuff. So Thanks. we support the workers and stuff, but this is a book that I um, found out about on TikTok because I came across the author's profile. Um, I really love her videos on TikTok. Uh, she posts like daily, well, not daily, but like videos of her life, um, stuff about her like doing ceramics and stuff like that. And the story is kind of um, interesting to me. The cover is beautiful, in my opinion. I love it. It's like this bright cover with blue and red and orange tones and the girl is uh, sitting in um, the automatic stairs uh, leading out of a subway in New York City. The story is set in New York City, which is a city I love reading about the most. Um, this is a little segue. Top three cities I love to read about the most. Number one, New York City. Number love two, it. Toronto. 
It doesn't happen often, but I love a good story set in Canada. I don't Canada. think I've ever Toronto. read about Toronto. I have. Um, and sure. number three, Los Angeles. And it's uh, suburbs. Okay. Okay, uh, so... Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen this cover somewhere. I don't know. Maybe on TikTok. I don't know. But the thing is, the reason why I'm not sure if I'm ever even going to be able to get that book is because I cannot find the ebook anywhere. Like, I can't even pre-order it. I only see the audiobook. And I'm not a big audiobook person. Like, I want the ebook or the physical copy. And I can't find the ebook. Um, chapters Indigo, they don't even have the physical copy. They don't even show the cover of it. Um, and Amazon, they show the physical copy. They say it's going to be released on the 31st. But the thing is, um, just because it's released doesn't mean that it's going to come, you know, the next day. I feel like yeah. it's going to come out and they're going to be like, oh, you have to wait like two weeks before you get it, which I don't understand why I can't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where I'm going to find an ebook of this. I feel like I'm going to have to read it on my Kindle and, um, I feel like I did. I, I think I talked about this on the first episode, but I have a Kobo and a Kindle and, you know, I love the Kindle, but it's not my favorite e-reader. I prefer the Kobos. Um, so if I read it on Kindle, I cannot bring it over to Kobo, which is quite annoying. And they don't sell the ebook on Kobo. So I'm going to try and find the ebook somewhere. Um, hopefully, and if not, I'm going to buy the hardcover, but yeah. Oh, and the book, what it is about. Uh, this was my what my contemporary pick, right? Yes. Okay. So it's about this girl um, who is 17 years old and she took her savings and she left her house. So because, because she was struggling to balance the expectations of her immigrant mother and she had a deep ambivalence about her own place in the world. And so she goes to New York new york city with her money and um i don't know what she does there but she just you know she finds an apartment and i guess she's gonna find a job because she has to you know pay rent in new york city and so yeah it's about that and about people she meets and it's about you know them being cartographers which means that not in the literal sense but more in the sense that they map out their futures their dreams their path towards adulthood and it's said to be stunning and heartbreaking. And also a reason why this author fascinated me is because she wrote two other books when she was like really young. I feel like she was a teenager when she wrote them. Like, I want to say 15, but maybe it was like 16 or 17, but that's still crazy yeah. young. And or maybe even 14. I don't know. And um, since then, she hasn't been able to write. And the cartographer, she wrote it during COVID during the March 2020. And I feel like this is the second book I've seen that has been written during that time. And I feel like sometimes it's like I miss my opportunity to write because it was like such an in-between time when we had had so much free time. Oh my God. Like that's something like people kept making jokes about how like, oh, Shakespeare wrote this play during this pandemic. What did you do? And generally I did nothing. Yeah, I did nothing. I was trying to figure out how to do Zoom classes. I was classes. doing so much like online shopping and sourdough bread. and It was a weird it was, era. Oh, it was so weird. But was I as productive as I could have been? Maybe not. 
but who but cares? also we did it but the also. time it wasn't like the time was out there just to be productive it was more like no, we have this free time sick. because we can't go out and some people are going to choose to be productive and yeah. others aren't but yeah no that looks like a good pick um yeah all my picks like- are good well you know what all my picks are good too they are just different but um, I do love the expression cartographers being used in like this way. I yeah. Love that. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um, Aristotle and that they discovered the secret of the universe, even mm. though they're not like actually discovering the secrets of the universe, you know, they're just oh, discovering okay. themselves. Like, like, the metaphor. Yeah. I like those metaphors. They're really nice. Um, so I will go ahead now with my romance pick, which is, Believe it or not, another quite basic pick because I couldn't, I I had a hard time like finding something. I don't know. So for romance, I chose the um, anticipated Happy Place by Emily Henry. No! Was that your pick? Yes, for romance. Okay. <laughs> what right. do I? Okay. Well, explain why. Why see, you pick see? It. That's what I meant when we can steal each other's picks. You know. It. Well, yeah. you did not steal it. We just happened. Well, to have you to know, steal like you know, I I took it first. Okay, Happy Place by Emily Henry, which is set to come out on April twenty fifth. Now, am I the biggest Emily Henry, Emily Henry fan? No, I have read two of her books. How many does she have? Like three, four? Oh. She has um, a bunch because there's the ones that got popular after Beach Reads, but before that she had other books and she had a few YAs as well. See, I did not really like Beach Read. Like Beach Read was one like in my bottom of like my reads <laughs> of 2022. I don't know what it was about Beach Read. I just, it put a sour taste in my mouth. I was not into it, but I loved Book Lovers. So hopefully this new one book is lovers gonna... was so good. It was it surprising. was so good. It was it's a, it took me by surprise. Me too. I remember I got it like I read it after a book that I wasn't that into. Okay, I uh, I was getting my hair done and I just read it ends with us in one go, <laughs> and I was like, well, let's read this. And it was so good. It was way more fun. And I was like, oh wow, that's that is that's good. Better some might say. Whatever. I had a lot of fun reading uh, it and uh, what the hell? Book lovers. Okay. So I am uh, very curious about Happy Place. So the little blurb uh, says a couple who broke up months ago make make a pact to pretend to be to still be together for their annual week-long vacation with their best friends in this glittering and wise new novel from number one New York Times bestselling author Emily Henry. So it seems to be, you know, fake dating a couple who's not together anymore i loved like you know when i love that premise and i just have to say i had a a a whip a story idea that had the exact same premise but it was a ya and i was like oh my god when i saw the release when i saw the publisher weekly announcement of emily henry's next book i was like oh my god that is exactly the idea i have had and I'm like, oh my god, I cannot believe this. And it sounds mm-hmm. so good. I love that kind of trope. I have not seen it a lot, but I really like it. And I'm excited to read the book, and I hope I'm going to like it. 
oh my god the um the last time that something like that happened to me where i was like i have this idea i'm gonna work on it and then something comes out with the exact same idea i'm just like yeah that was with six lives of college girls the tv oh show god. oh my god i was sick to my stomach the I thing like, is it's you so can basic still do your own thing i know there are so many shows like that oh my god i was like oh what if like we had this group of like girls in college and just they're starting and like we can have like a creepy coach and like we can have this i remember watching but also like, these are like stereotypes it's so terrible well cliches maybe but like at the same time that's how i realized that maybe we we gotta we gotta change it up um yeah. but yeah happy place it looks very fun I'm and very i love the cover that. i love the pink the cover um, is so pretty oh my I really god like it. um you know i really love those that kind of trope of like you know the couple who's like okay i know we broke up but like we have to, I have to go do this thing and they still think we're together. Can you come with me, please? Like, I love this premise. I will eat it up every time. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited for that. April 25th, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I will be, I will be reading. Hopefully, maybe we're going to cover it. I don't know. We'll discuss. But yeah. I will definitely read it. Okay. Um, my next book. So I have to ch- uh, pick a romance and I'm hesitating between, um, Two mm-hmm. books. Okay. What? Can I talk okay. about both of them? Guess, or? Yeah, you can. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the first one is um, an adult romance. It's called The Neighbor Favor, and it's written by Christina Forrest. Christina Forrest is the author of a few YA books that I really enjoy because they have this like black love without any like racism being part of the plot it's just love that rom-coms with teens who are black and who do their own thing so the ones that i have read of her are um i want to be where you are uh now that i've found you and i also started xyla and kai which i really enjoyed um i haven't finished xyla and kai that's her newest one but um they're all really really good i really enjoy them and I'm really excited about her adult rom-com debut. So The Neighbor Favor, it sounds interesting to me. It sounds like a really sweet rom-com about bookish people. Um, I hope it's going to be funny because I feel like books with bookish people, the bookish people are always kind of, I don't want to say a loser, but like a little bit shy like, and alone and whatever and this mm-hmm. main character is shy and bookish but i still have faith in um i have faith in christina forrest because she writes good books like they're funny and i really enjoy it so i'm gonna read you guys the blurb it says in this heart fluttering romance by christina forrest a shy bookworm enlist the enlist her charming charming neighbor to help her score a date, not knowing he's the obscure author she's been corresponding with. So it has a bit of you've got mail without the business thing um, in the sense that she's corresponding with her favorite author um, and she doesn't know that her favorite author is actually her neighbor and he, I feel like he knows that she it's her and... Uh, he's going to help her score a date. But we all know how it's going to end up. So oh, that's the adult um, rom-com romance pick I picked. 
And for the YA one, this one I'm really interested in. Well, not really. So if you don't know, you're going to know now. I'm not a big fan of historical fiction. However, I do love um, anything that is King Arthur. I loved um, mm, yes. Avalon High by Meg Cabo. It was so um, good. I like Legendborn and uh, by the Legendborn, the Legendborn Cycle by Tracy Dion. Um, I don't think I have consumed other Arthurian stuff. Maybe I have, but I just forgot forgotten about them. I feel like I have when I was a teenager, however, because now I'm more into contemporary stuff. But this book, uh, it was written by Lex Croucher, who uh, was an, a YouTuber, but is now an author. Um, Lex has written other books before that have the same vein as the one I'm going to talk about. I haven't I haven't told you guys what it is yet about. Um, and she has written like, you know, historical stuff. So Regency era stuff. I feel like if you like um, Bridgerton. Bridgerton, you're going to like these books because she does like Mean Girl, but it's it's in the Bridgerton era or uh, stuff like that. And the book that I have picked, it's called Gwen and Art Are Not in Love. And um, here's the um, log line, the blurb. It says, Heartstopper meets a knight's tale in this queer medieval rom-com YA debut. It's not a debut. I'm not sure what it's said You need need to watch a knight's tale. Friendship and being brave enough to change the course of history. What did you say? You need to watch a knight's tale. I did. Isn't that the one with um, Heath Ledger? Yes. I feel like I I saw that in school. And they have We probably, Will probably. Rock You in it. Yes, they have like modern music. And oh, it's such a fun it's, movie. That's why I said I love stuff that, that are like Arturian and stuff like that. I have seen it, mm-hmm. but I kind of want to rewatch it. I'm going to rewatch it maybe tomorrow. Yeah, I have seen it. It was really fun. Yeah, I saw it, I saw it in school. Uh, and I enjoyed it. It was a funny movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it's about like this um, king. It's, it's about the descendant of a King Arthur whose name is also Archer and he's a future Lord. And, um, he has been, uh, betrothed to Gwendolyn who, um, what's the name of the real Archer's wife? Uh, Genevieve. Yeah. But her is Gwendolyn, except, um, obviously Archer likes boys and Gwendolyn, she has a crush on a girl. So they're going to like, fake date um and yeah that's the whole thing they're like fake dating i'm not sure what it exactly it is about i just knew i just saw the premise and i was like you know what this sounds super fun the cover is amazing guys it's a pink cover um it has um beautiful art on it beautiful characters on it um i'm just really really i love the cover so i'm gonna force myself to get past my um historical fiction not fear but dislike and i'm gonna read it the only thing is it was supposed to come out in may but they pushed it to november and the uk version is coming in may still which i totally don't understand and usually when they do stuff like that if i'm really 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 excited i'm just gonna get the uk version um i'm just not sure if i can get the uk ebook so i might have to like maybe get it get the physical version on book depository 
but I don't think I'm that desperate for it. I can wait definitively. But I feel like from May to like November is ridiculous in my opinion. But yeah. Okay. That's that's my pick. Right. Okay. So that was your romance pick. Um you did say two, but do you have one that you're more more like no, excited I don't have for? one. I'm, no. Cheating on the draft. Interesting. Well, sorry. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I'm supposed to say my new adult pick right now, and I've realized that when I shuffled my things around, it changed. It messed up all of my order of things. So I am right now still looking for a new adult. But I found one that was actually okay. on my list. That um, it is new adult after further um inspections. I'm gonna go with that. So it's My Last Innocent Year by Daisy Alpert Florin. This is a book. Um, it's an adult fiction, kind of historical, uh, contemporary book that is set to come out on February 14th, 2023. That's a new I, adult book? Yes. Because I see adult fiction here. Is there a difference? But that's the thing. It's like new adult is not a defined... Exactly, which is um, why I can pick whatever that is adult in, in it. Okay. Is it not? But I feel like I'm not a fan of that section because it's like, it's not really new adult. Well... New adult doesn't really exist. I'm screwed. Exactly, which is why. It, honestly, that category... Like, I right. struggled finding a new adult pick. Me I was too. like, I kept my looking. Because like some of my picks, I was like, oh, well, that's just romance. Or like... Oh, that's just like not even new adults, like YA, but they're adults. I was like, okay. Um, but we'll go with that one because uh one of my goals this year was to, you know, when we did our ins and outs, I was like, mm-hmm. I want to read books that were, you know, more serious, more adult A. I'm trying to like grow into my reading. And this book seemed quite um serious. It is about a heavy subject, but it really looked interesting. So the blurb is an incisive, deeply resonant debut novel about a non-consensual sexual encounter that propels one woman's final semester at an elite New England college into controversy and chaos and into an ill-advised affair with a married professor. So it just seemed out of like what I usually read and that really made me want to read it more. And I'm actually excited. It's coming out like next month. So I will be getting it and reading it. But yeah, okay. my my new adults, like, I think at first, I, was, I just want to try to say what my picks were at first before I started shuffling things around and messing up everything. <laughs> so I wanted for fantasy, I put down Chain of Thorns. Okay. Then for romance, I was going to. With, for contemporary, I was going to go with Once More With Feeling. For romance, okay. I was going to go with Happy Place. But then I was okay. like, oh, Happy Place could be... I'm looking at my notes from last night when I did that. And I just realized I put, no, Happy Place is new adult. So that's where everything will stop. Okay. So I then mean, I was It's like, not. It's... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But that was like, oh, young adult, I'm going to pick uh, another book. I did not talk about this book. It's called She's a Haunting by uh, Trang Tan Tran. I'm really, I really hope I didn't just 
butchered his name. I'm very sorry. But this book is like, it is very much a young adult. It's kind of a horror mystery novel. It looked very interesting. And, but She's then I was like, missing? She is a hunting. She is a hunting. Oh, It looks very nice. Uh, but then I was like, oh no, Percy Jackson is fantasy. I need Percy Jackson on my draft pick because I know that's going to be, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. So I put that, but I was like, oh, I already have fantasy. So it just, it just moved everything around. So yeah. my bad. But at the end of the day, my draft pick is fantasy Percy Jackson. Why? No. Oh my God. Fantasy. What? Chain of Thorns. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my Again. God. I'm going crazy. Okay. I wrote it down. I'm just going to go back to my notes. All right. Fantasy. Percy Jackson. YA Chain of Thorns. Contemporary. Once more with feeling. Romance, happy place, new adult, um, the last one that I just said, my last innocent year. And okay. That's okay. Yours. Um, I'm gonna go with mine, my new adult book, which is not really new adult, but it's about people in college. Um, it's called Study Break. It's an anthology um, and it's a collection that is, that has interconnected contemporary YA short stories that are written by Gen Z authors, which I feel it's just like a, a marketing scammy word for every writer who is younger than 23 or 25. 25 some people awesome. pretend they're Gen Z, but whatever. Um I want to be Gen Z so and bad. I, oh, actually, a fun fact is I already read this book. I had an arc. Yes. So I read the arc. Um, it was interesting. It was okay. It was good. Um, I really want to read it. Yeah. So it's it was a good book. It has interesting stories. And I considered it as new adult because they're in college. And it's about, mm-hmm. you know, some of these stories are about moving from high school to college college some of them are about figuring out what you do after college um i thought it was really interesting i said interesting way too many times but it was good okay. so i'm gonna recap my picks because yes. we did i think we're gonna wrap up soon so in fantasy i picked this delicious death by kayla cuttingham um if you rem- remember it's about the ghouls um cont- contemporary i picked the cartographers by amy zhang romance i picked um, two books. I had the neighbor favor and Gwen and Ark are not in love, and um, Y A. I had the I had lying in the deep by Diana Urban, and for new adult I have Study Break, uh, which mm-hmm. is edited by Ashna Avach- Avashat. All right, so this is you know we both have our teams for the 2023 season and yeah we're gonna post them on instagram so stay tuned yes um i do think that my team is more fun but well i don't understand we can make oh you know what i'm gonna make a, an instagram poll okay yeah I'm gonna, make gonna a, yeah I'm gonna make a vote yeah i'm gonna make a poll. however you do need uh listen your little cheating of choosing two picks for one category, you will need to pick Okay, one. I will pick one. Oh my god. What is wrong with yeah. you? Well, it's not <laughs> even that deep. It's one. one. It's like, so who cares? Pick, 
<laughs> you can't have two players for the same position, Salta. Okay. That's not how it works on the field. Okay, okay. But, okay. Um, you know, we'll make it we'll we'll uh, I'll make a poll of it and we're gonna we're gonna see what the people are saying. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was so, our trip. Yes. Our next book that we're gonna read on the podcast and review with you guys in well, next week is going to be you know, I keep forgetting the name of that book. <laughs> Awkward Black, edited by Karen Strong. Yes. Is, it's an anthology, a Y anthology about, you know, all those stories of uh, nerdy, awkward Black uh, teens. And yeah, and we're going to be... also, what I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be about nerdy that. Black kids, no. but it's for nerdy black no kids. not even you're still wrong okay what is it then? just read the blurb a multi-genre YA anthology of best-selling critically acclaimed black authors challenging the concept of geek so it's just all oh. the 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 facets of being a geek a geek can be someone who is you know very into all those like marvel thingies or video games or little uh board games and like dungeons and dragons stuff but it can also be like tater geeks you know or um people who like to do okay well we will come with a definition of the word geek next week um so yeah it has it features stories by a lot of people i i'm not that far into it but a lot of authors i really enjoy are have written stories for it so i'm really excited to well a lot of author one author but i still um and i know the rest but i'm just like more excited for one person but still so i'm really excited to read it i love the cover also one thing that i love about um anthologies especially ya anthologies because they do that is that on the cover you see the characters of the stories you know so you can see oh this person, she's in like, this story. Oh, these, so they're, in, they're in this story. So Because like, I can I recognize really the guy in the back. Like, it's so funny. Who, the first one? story. The guy in green hair. What, with the mask? No, green hair next to him. Oh, that wasn't the first story? Okay, well, this is how the, you know that I haven't read it well. <laughs> See, I can, I can, this book, I did not picture his co- cosplay that well. I, I googled his cosplay because he said, oh, yeah, this character, I have no idea who he was talking about. Yeah, me neither. It. I did not I Google like, it. Oh, <laughs> I was I like, Googled. whatever. I'm not Googling these things because also this is, okay, well, I'm, we're going to talk about it next week. But next I'm not Googling these nerdy things. Like, I am well, too I busy because I'm reading in the subway, so I'm not, I don't have the time. I know most of them, but like this one, I was like, okay, I know what anime he's talking about, but I have no idea what the character looks like. But yes, we're going to be talking about this more in depth next week but um this was our episode for Yay. um today uh Yay. our draft pick if you guys like this kind of like format or whatever please tell us if you have any like if they like feedback. the draft picks yes because if okay. they do something I, I will be making you do other draft picks for oh other my things God. Okay. Well, okay we will see um also as i said let us know um how you're enjoying the podcast um when we record at distance even if you don't enjoy it we're gonna keep doing it because we have no choice but we can always try and get better yes so thank you so much for listening have a great um end of the week enjoy your friday and yeah i guess we'll be hearing you uh you'll be hearing us next week Yes, and don't forget that these are just our things.
Bye. Jingle. Bye. Cue the jingle.